the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good, good morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement, as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, what, what it just, uh, Crystal, I had a little bit of static when, when we were coming in. How does this, how, are we sounding good now? Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, but our, the Max Out Savings Show is a show about savings investments in your retirement. Uh, our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And that's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. This, this show is all about building up wealth. And, I, and look, I, I think for most people, when we started this show back in 2006, I think it was, the savings rate was close to zero. And we said, look, what can we talk about in the show? We said, no one's talking about savings. The savings rate is zero. This is a national crisis and we need to save more. The Chinese are saving 10, 20, 30 percent. The Japanese are saving money. Other people around the world are saving money and the Americans aren't. And so we wanted to come up with ways that you can build up wealth. And the number one way to do it is after being in this business for over 25 years is to start putting away money in your 401k plan, your 430b, your different type of savings programs. Put it away each paycheck, get a company match typically, and build it up. The research says if you save about 13%, so we say 10% plus 3% company match, you can have enough money to save for, to make a retirement. If you're making $25,000 a year or if you're making $300,000 a year, it's the same it's it's this percentage of your income, and and what we realize is is look, there's only a certain percentage of the people in the country are good savers. They don't need a savings plan. They don't need anything. They'll just put the money away. But other people aren't that good at saving, and they'll spend the money. So if they're going to spend the money, put it away. You know, I had an interesting discussion with 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 a friend of mine and uh, one of their uh, relatives. Uh, the, the the kids all inherited a large amount of money. Each one of them. And, and, and we got to talking, you know, where's the best place to put it? And, you know, I, here's the deal. There's some people, we, we see this oftentimes, people get, uh, the, 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 uh, particularly we see it with the, with the beneficiary IRAs. Uh, they, they, you know, they get the IRA, it's split up among the kids. And some of the kids will just leave the money, they won't touch it. Others will spend, you know, 
you know, if it's, they get three hundred thousand dollars out, they'll take thirty thousand dollars out, and you know they'll they'll take another thirty thousand out for something else, and it, you know, it, and it tends to, and eventually the money just it, it, it's just gone, and 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 I don't look unless we hear something at Max Out Savings Advisors, our clients, we watch out for their money, we protect their money, and if they need the money, we're not gonna, you know, we'll counsel them to some extent, but it's their money to take out. So very rarely, you know, we, you know, I feel very strongly about that. But it, but if it sounds like something suspicious, you know, like a, I don't know, a cattle operation in North Dakota or something, we had that one time, but we really. We, we talked to clients through quite a bit to make sure they understood everything just because, you know, it, it's, it's I don't care if they take the money. I just don't want them to see them to lose the money. And and, and the comment I made uh, to my friend, and they, these, each of the kids required a substantial amount of money is, you know, it's kind of like we'll see where it goes. And I was talking to a client the other day on this kind of the same type of thing. If you're the type of person that spends every dime you have, if you if you inherit a large chunk of money, turn it over to an advisor And look, and if you're going to just spend the money, go out and buy a piece of quality property. uh, Do something. If you're going to spend the money, spend it wisely. And so, if you buy, you know, you know, I I say this. We've always been remarkably fortunate with with real estate. Uh, You know, my philosophy with real estate is you kind of get in front of a big trend. You don't overpay. You don't over leverage. I can tell you most of the real estate deals we did, at first they seemed like bad deals. We had to put more money in sometimes, and then we made a fortune off of them. But it took took, you know, years and years, but we made enormous amounts of money. Real estate takes time. But but the point I'm trying to get across to you is if you're the type of person that's just going to spend through your money, lock your money up somewhat. Buy a piece of property. Buy a vacation home that you can always resell in the future or something, but at least it's put away where you can't where you can't spend it. Don't just dribble it out on a new car, a new uh, you know uh, this that fancy vacations all over the place. Uh, you know, I, I just saw the price of, of of private jet travel from Paris to Mykonos has gone up. It's up to twenty five thousand dollars a trip, <laughs> which which I know I know it's difficult for some of y'all listening, you know, because that's you know you, you've got to pony up to twenty five thousand to go to Mykonos. My my nephew's down there. I assure you, he didn't take the private jet, but uh, it would. But anyway. Uh, but but don't you know take a you know, if you if you inherit some money if you if you come into some good fortune spit you know take an x number of dollars x percent out and say look we're going to go on a fancy trip I'm going to buy a car or whatever and then you stop it the, the same thing with if you want to give money you know uh, set up a certain amount of money for charity uh it, 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 and, and 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 write that down. And, and then put it aside in a different account, and that's all you're going to spend for the year. I mean, look, we we have we we have clients that give away enormous amounts to charity. They set up wide a certain amount each year, and 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 that's it. That's the, that's their level of spending. If people want more money, they say, "I'm sorry, I've spent. Uh, we 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 we've gone through our budget this year. You know, talk to us next year." So set some parameters. But if you're the type of person that has never built up any money, never saved any money, and you come into a good chunk of money. Understand, you're going to go through it unless you change your your, your thinking and, and and do something to make sure that money is put away and put it away and diversify it into different things. So, if you're a complete spender, spend the money, but spend it on an investment. Spend
spend it on something something that's going to go up in value. Don't spend it on something that's going to go down in value. You know that that's that's one of the things. I mean, any any fool can you know jump on a private jet and fly all over the place and spend enormous amounts of money, but but it, it's it, it, it's harder. So so you know what was it? Uh, uh, you know, Clint Eastwood, a man needs to know his limitations. I mean, know your limitations. If, 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 if you've always had problems in the past with money, understand, turn it over to somebody, or, 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 or you can do it yourself, but just put it away and say, this is it. This is all I'm taking, and that's it. But, the, the, but where we see the danger comes in, they pull a little bit out of time, a little bit out of time, a little bit, and all of a sudden the money's gone. And, 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 and it, 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 it's upsetting because you're realizing that these people are going to have problems in the future, and so you want to try to do that. So again, know your limitations, and and, and if you do so, if you if you're spent, then spend something that's going to go up. Automobiles depreciate, vacations are gone. Uh, you know, uh, going out to eat every day, those things are fun for a while, but but you know you're going to go through the money. So so set hard limitations. And if you just can't control your spending, then lock that money away where people, you can't get to it. it anyway, I, I hope that helps out. Uh, you know, a lot of our clients are big time savers, and, and that's the way to go. A lot, lot to talk about in the show here today. Uh, Chairman Powell made his speech, interesting speech. It was a brief speech. You know, typically, uh, that, that there's a big meeting out in Jackson Hole. It, it, and it, this was set up I think originally to get Paul Volcker out there because Paul Volcker liked to fly fish and he, and he didn't like going to meetings and stuff. So he figured we'll, we'll set this up at at, at uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. They've got great fly fishing. Paul will want to come out there and then we'll, we'll have a conclave and we'll invite some of the other central bankers around the world and we can kind of discuss issues. It, it, and it's a good time to, to you know to, to kind of get everybody together and discuss issues. Well, so it's a big event for central bankers around the world. They typically come to Jackson Hole for this meeting. So Paul did his speech, very short speech. Typically, it, it, it's some type of esoteric speech about the future or where we're going for central banking in the future. Look, uh, one thing that, that I think has been clear before this and was made crystal clear today. In, in Powell's speech is the air of, of, of the kindly, generous central banker is over. The, the, the idea that the, the, minute, the minute that Wall Street gets in trouble and the market drops 20%, the Federal Reserve rushes in to save it is done because now they have an issue with inflation. And inflation is deadly and, and, and can destroy the middle class. As we've said numerous times on this show, if you look past through history, there's nothing more that brings down governments and destroys standard of living and brings down governments. You know, throughout history, it's been inflation. And, and, and you know, the Republicans and the Democrats, you know, need to understand this. And, and uh, you look through the big, you know, disastrous con- changes in, in, in direction of governments, you know, the French Revolution, you know, some of the Roman issues, uh, you know, just going back through history, World War II, hyperinflation in Germany. Uh, you know, the, the, with the right, but that's what brought on, you know, Adolf Hitler. So it, it's it's a serious thing. A couple thoughts. You know, uh, he, he said that was, he, he brought up that there was three issues with the that they were looking at. The, the, the central bankers can and should take responsibility to lower inflation. That was one of the first lessons he he said. And then he said, consumer ex, people's expectations are very important for inflation. So if everybody thinks prices are going up, then everyone's going to raise their prices and people are going to try to buy ahead of time and it's going to increase inflation. And the third thing 
Chairman Powell of the Federal Reserve said. He says, you want to keep at it. You're going to have to get tough. And so he, you know, he made some comments in the speech. You know, one of the, the, the remarks he made, which was kind of interesting, was, uh, or was it here? While higher interest rates and slower growth, slower labor will bring down, but they also bring some pain to households and businesses. So, so the message from the speech of Chairman Powell's Jackson Hole speech was, look, we're going to get tough. We're going to stick to it in here. We've got to get this inflation under control. And, and if you sit there in the minute, and he pointed out, look, inflation is only slowed. slowed. It hasn't gone down. It's only slowed for one month. This does not make a trend, and we're going to stick at it. So, so I, I think we're going to see longer term, we're going to see uh, the Fed funds at a higher rate. Uh, you know, he, he was talking long term, two and a quarter, two and a half percent longer term. This is much higher than zero Fed funds rate. Uh, and so I, I think that this was a consequential speech. Wall Street was, quote, surprised by it in the market fell a thousand points. But if, if, if anyone that listened to the Federal Reserve speakers over the last couple of weeks, they've been just uniformly, look, we've got to get this inflation under control. And one of the problems the Fed had, had is that they look, look, they've pushed up mortgage rates up close to 6%, slowing the housing market. You know, they've talked down the economy. They've raised Fed funds from close to zero up to two, two and a quarter, two and 2.35 to two and a 2.5. They're going to probably go up another three quarters here next month. Uh, but, you know, the, the, so they're trying to slow the economy. They're trying to get businesses to slow down. And they've done a good job of convincing businesses the whole economy is slowing down and they're all backing off, laying off workers and stuff. But, but the problem is, is Wall Street is going, oh, they're going to pivot here next month and this is all going to be over. Well, when you're in these type of inflationary environments, you want people to think inflate financial conditions are going to be tight for a while. You don't want people leveraging up their balance sheets to get ready for the pivot, roaring into the stock market, you know, buy, running around buying properties and companies all over the place to take advantage when, when the Fed is going to start cutting and it's an up cycle. You want people to be worried. You want people to back off. You want people to slow down their spending. You want them to just slow down triple ordering of, of parts and stuff because you want, you want prices to fall. And so this is the message that, that got out there. It, 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 but Wall Street is like Pavlov's dog. They've been so used to the Federal Reserve since since 19, I want to say 99, but it was probably a little before that during the, the tie bot issues and the, just the, the, the Fed rushing in, cutting rates the minute the minute Wall Street seems there's trouble. So so the market senses this. This is what we've been warning you about. We felt this market was topping in here, uh, it, it, and it really had. You know, it, it, you had to be cautious, and, and I think that's that's what came out of the speech. Is and the question is, do you sit there and want to fight the Fed, who says, "Look, threw down the gauntlet this weekend," and and, and, and that this is a new bull market? It, like some people, uh, you know, a lot of the people on CBC, places like that, were telling you it's a new bull market. We're like, no, we don't think so. This is a bear market, but. But there are ways to make money in it, and there are ways to navigate through it. And what we find is most advisors don't have that ability. Uh, we're going to try to give you some ideas on where to go next, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Instead of standing around losing ground, fighting the promised land. It's so hard to tell if this is heaven. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got any questions or comments, you give us a call, 713-339-1070. So where do we go from here? Market market fell off. Markets had a big rally in here. Uh, and... And so here we are. Uh, it, it started out the year uh, doing actually doing horribly. Uh, it, this is one of the, the fourth worst start to the stock market in the last hundred plus years. And and and, and then uh, we we had a rally, and and then, and then the market has come back up. And now now here we are. Uh, let me see here. And, and so here we are today. So, 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 so where, where, what, what are we looking at here, and where do we go from here? I mean, I think this is this is an interesting question. I mean, right now, year to date, the the, the market's down almost fifteen percent. The S and P five hundred. That's pretty bad. Uh, the, the the bond markets had one of the worst starts. I mean, I've seen some research said it's the worst start since seventeen ninety. I've seen, you know I've seen worst start since the you know early nineteen hundreds. Uh, it, 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 why was that? It, it's not that rates just skyrocketed. They went up a lot, but the problem is they went to, from zero, which means you were getting virtually no money, no interest on your bonds, very low. And so when things started going up, you didn't have the cushion of interest. You know, when bonds were yielding six or seven, eight percent, and rates went up two percent, the bonds fell. But then you got eight percent, and it kind of cushioned the, the blow a little bit. And you didn't see it this time. And so it's a different world. It's an inflationary world. 
Uh, you know, we've, we've had inflation, 8.35% percent the CPI. It's extraordinary, over 9% on the PPI. In, in, in that world, interest rates are going up, which means bond prices go down and stock markets tend to go down. We saw this in the 70s. And one of the problems I think we're having today is most advisors have no idea how to manage money in an inflationary environment. It's pretty clear. I mean, we've been talking to a lot of people. We've had a lot of people come in that need help. Uh, they, you know, they're just disastrous, their, their performance, and particularly a lot of these big uh, managed accounts, you know, with, with, with some of the big, uh, the big, uh, you know, uh, brokerage firms out there that are just kind of automatic managed or something. They, they just, they, you know, they, they're always set for bullish markets going up forever. And, and, you know, there's numerous decades where the market does nothing, but there's a lot of money to be made. Like, I mean, we, we just said market markets down 15%, and that's after rallying. Uh, the, the market was down 20%. The S&P, lots of stocks were down material. But a lot of stocks are up. Up. I mean, we we have numerous stocks that are up year to date. We have some that are down year to date. But but if you're in the right stuff, if you're in the energy stocks, if you're in some of the agricultural stocks, if if you're in some of the, the stable demand stocks, uh, if, if you're in, in, in some of the commodity plays, they, they've done pretty well this year. And, and so... You have to have you have to be in some of the right things. If you're in long-term bonds, if you're in the, in, in the EFA long-term bond or bond portfolio, if you're in the you know the long-term core bond portfolio or whatever they they had, you you got hit pretty hard. But if you're in, the, in, in you know the low duration, the short-term bond fund, you lost a little money, but you know you're still in the game doing pretty well. I mean that's that's the thing, and so people just didn't understand. How to do this correctly, and, and, and so this is this is kind of what what we saw overall, and and so uh, so this this is something that, that that you have to understand is you have to be you have to understand how to in, in, in invest in an inflationary environment. This is a inflation; it's a stagflationary environment. The economy is slowing. So look, where do we go from here? We've got a couple really big trends, and these big trends are out there, and there's a lot of cross-currents in here, which makes it somewhat difficult. Uh, right now, look, things aren't that bad in the United States. They're, they're laying off a lot of people, particularly in the tech land. A lot of these people are getting jobs right away. I mean, I, mean, I heard some comments on, you know, Ford was laying off like 1,000 people. And, you know, the, 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 one of the people, Ford said, look, these people are getting jobs pretty quickly elsewhere. There's a lot of demand for manufacturing, a lot of assembly line, that because manufacturing is coming back to the United States. We we have near record low unemployment. It's, it's you know, in the threes. So, so well, typically recessions start, there's massive layoffs, infl- uh, uh, unemployment goes to five, six, seven, eight, ten percent. That's not what we're seeing. Now, we're seeing a slowdown. Jamie Dimon kicked it off. He said, look, we're coming into a slowdown. It could be, it's a, we're coming into an economic hurricane. Now, we don't know what kind of hurricane it's going to be. And, and, and when he said that, he's the, the nation's biggest banker. Every single big CEO in the country is going, oh, my God, we're going to slow down. We need to start cutting workers. Well, you know, that was, you know, part of that was to sit there and get the, uh, the Build Back Better plan through Congress. Oh, no, we need to do something. Uh, you know, I, I'm convinced it was political. Uh, you know, it's the first time in, in in probably 30 years I've heard following investments since I was extremely young, and uh, that I've heard uh, that heard a, a big person 
a big banker saying we're going into a big recession, you know, we haven't seen one. I remember going through 2008, and we were we said, look, we're going to have failures of investment banks in 2007. We're coming into a perfect financial storm. It, 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 listening to Wall Street uh, CEOs telling me how great it was, and I'm like, these people are wrong. I remember I confronted one major uh, CNBC contributor uh, on there. Uh, you know, I was like, look, you need, you, you, you're telling people the wrong thing. It's not right to do this. And and, I, and then after that, he went on his famous rant about 25 minutes later on the TV at the time because I said, look, you know these the, these investment banks are in trouble. We we were six months ahead of time telling that, but but Wall Street would not say anything was wrong. It, 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 but 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 this time they're claiming it. Look. Are things slowing down? Yes. Is housing slowing down? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but there's still huge demand. Once the housing falls, lots of people in this country need houses. So in the future, that's going to be an opportunity, not now. But also technology. We've been funding all types of tech, one tech startup after another out there. Well, that, that tech money's dried up. You know, there's a famous uh, letter went out from the head of Sequoia saying you better cut your workforce and cut your uh, – your 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 cash burn, or you're going to run out of money. Well, everyone on Wall Street read that letter, and so they're cautious. A lot of layoffs in technology. Look, there's not a lot of layoffs in manufacturing right now. You know, you still can't get parts, equipment. You know, these these tech people, they are desperate for tech people to build tech factories to manage the the the, the, the semiconductor factories and all that. So manufacturing is coming back to every major company knows they cannot just rely on a single supplier in China. A lot of this is coming back to the United States. These are good things. But housing and technology elsewhere is slowing. Now, here's the bigger problem that's cropping up right now. I don't know if people have been paying a lot of attention to this. Is uh, Joe Biden's war with Russia is, 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 is leading to an energy shortage and a food shortage in the world. We, we, as soon as they invaded, we said this is a catastrophic mistake. The, the, the sanctions are disastrous. They're going to run up oil prices. We're going to run up uh, natural gas prices. They're going to run up, up grain prices. We laid it out. We said how much the percentages Russia had in our max out savings report. We've been generally right on that. Uh, this is turning into a disaster for the European people, a genuine disaster. As much as we're complaining about inflation, you have no idea. Okay, let me give you some numbers here. Uh, electricity in Europe was trading about it was about $175 a megawatt hour. It's up to, uh, uh, before the Russian invasion, it's up to $1,000 a megawatt hour. Electric costs in Europe, electricity costs are up 720% year to date. Natural gas prices in Europe, and remember, a lot of of people heat their homes. Uh, manufacturers use natural gas to heat to heat the heat the, the plant, to heat the equipment, or whatever. Big, big usage there is up ten times, ten times. It, 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 these 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 are disastrous numbers. So th- think think what what happened if 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 you're if you're a basically a working person and your electricity bill went up five times. And that your highest ones are in the winter. That's coming up. Now think about that. That 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 is devastating to the Europeans. You know they basically are 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 uh, you know they, they're they're utterly clueless. 
to this whole situation. And the problem is their leaders over there are all, they're fanatical global economic forum people. They're big at, you know, save the planet, CO2. And so they think this is going to teach people a lesson about using CO2 and electricity and stuff. But the problem is they're ruining their economy. Germany, Germany is, you know, and for manufacturing, you basically have the United States of America, you have China, you have Taiwan, you have Korea, Japan, and you have Germany. Okay, Germany is destroying themselves. Germany, Germany has sit, sat up to Vladimir Putin and said, look, if you don't do something, they've got a pistol to their head in Germany. We're going to pull the trigger and blow our brains out. I mean, this is how stupid they are in Germany. They are destroying their economy. And so this is going to slow down the European economy. You know, the same thing. Uh, you know, there's some memos that come out from some of the electric or gas companies evidently went to the to, to the. European uh, to the English government saying, look, what are we going to do? We have an emergency coming up. This is going to be a catastrophe. What are we going to do? But keep in mind, it's not even winter over there. And, I, and those are the numbers I gave you. It's going to get cold over there. Europe, Europe is in it a little higher. Uh, it's a little higher on the uh, in the hemisphere than we are in the United States. And it's going to get cold and they're going to have to deal with this. So this is going to cause a slowdown. This is a slowdown there. And then we have uh, China. China is also slowing down because of their COVID responses, but they're going to be forced to reopen up, and, and, and they're starting to spend money. I think China's going to try to power through this to some extent. We're the best place in the world right now to do business. This is why the U.S. dollar is up, up about uh, 10, 10, 15 percent, depending on the currency around the world. Go, I mean, people are flocking over to Europe. The euro's under uh, around a dollar right now, uh, it, it, and so it's it's cheap to go to Europe right now. And so, but this is causing a slowdown over there. So this is going to put pressure on things. This is going to make U.S. companies look. They're going to make a lot of money, but they're sitting there. Their their electricity costs and natural gas costs are are probably thirty percent of what the Europeans are. Think about that. So 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 all of these cross currents are coming into the world today, and so. And so that's going to be inflationary. Look, the, the Germans, the Europeans, uh, the English, the French, they're going to have to start raising prices on everything over there. And, and, and if you're importing from, and, and from Italy, from uh, as we are, but it, it's from Italy, or if you're doing Germany or France or England, your costs are going to start going up. That's not going to cause a slowdown in, in inflation. Okay, Joe Biden just gave away what uh, anyone with a, a, a lower income get ten million, ten thousand dollars in 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 debt forgiven, or twenty thousand if they're on Pell grants. That's a giveaway. That's inflationary. Okay, he he basically, if if you look at the research, the people with the most uh, debt are people with PhDs, masters, uh, typically at East Coast schools that are run up massive amounts of debt. He basically went to the working people, the United States of America, and said, look. You guys are going to have to pay for this, okay? Uh, you go, wait, wait a minute. I, you know, I, I, I've I worked all my life. I'm a plumber. Or I, you know, I, I'm sitting there. I've got my own business. I work 12 hours a day, five days a week, and then I work, you know, uh, half a day on Saturday. Why am I having to pay for these people? And then there's other people. You know, I, I think we paid over three hundred thousand dollars to help our kids get educated. You know, that we, I, I, they've got a few small amounts of debt, but you know, what a we, we we didn't get anything, and, we're, and then we're asked to pay for this. But the working people are being asked to pay for it. But the key is this is inflationary. Remember that $50, $50 billion they had to give to the semiconductor companies because we, we have if, – if China cuts us off from semiconductors, if they invade Taiwan, it's going to be a disaster for the U.S. economy. We're trying to scramble to catch up. They, they, act, they tacked another $230 billion on top of that. 
Okay, and remember the Build Back Better? That's another, that's another, what was it, $800 million or some other thing on Build Back Better. How all three of those are inflationary, okay? So we have the, the economy, U.S. economy is slowing right now. So it's and we have inflation is not going to go away. All those things I gave you are, are they're not deflationary, they're inflationary. If you want to try to cut down inflation, you slow down spending. Instead, Joe Biden is ramping up the spending. They got, you know, the, you know in one way, I'm jealous. I mean, we had the House, the Senate, under and, and Trump with Trump. And then you, you had uh, Speaker uh, Paul Ryan, who was going to be the adult in the room, basically sandbagged Trump's agenda. We didn't get hardly anything done. And the Republicans got a president that's absolutely hated in the United States of America in an agenda that's as popular as the baby Ruth bar in the pool at, on the Caddyshack movie, and they get all this stuff passed anyway. It's extraordinary. Uh, you know, but, but this is all very inflationary. So we don't think the, is the inflation going to slow from 8.5%? Yeah, probably so. But they're trying to get it to 2%. Nobody thinks it's going to 2%. Powell pretty clearly in the speech said no 2%. This is why the market sold off. Because they're tightening things. The markets have been going up on, on a sea of money from the Fed, and that money, that tide is starting to recede. And this is why you've got to be cautious in this market. This is why you've got to protect your retirement and understand that we're in an inflationary world. We're in a different world that we've had over the last probably 25 years where you can sit, park your money in the S&P 500 and the, and the, and the long bond fund and, and a little bit in the EFA overseas and, 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 and make money. And we've had a lot of people that, that really, they, they'd have no idea how to do that with inflation. I've been pretty shocked at some of the portfolios that come in, you know, into us just because these people that, that were managing it really did not even understand what was happening in the world today. That is the key you know, to protecting your retirement is understand the world you live in and then adjust your retirement strategy for that. So anyway, so th those are some ideas. So, so again, well, Ted, what do you do? Again, you look for the things that are starting to work. The natural gas, what did we just say about natural gas? Up 10 times in Europe, the, the, the uh, they're, they're scrambling. They're pumping huge amounts of natural gas. Natural gas stocks are going up. We're, we're exporting all our natural gas to Europe, and, and people realize we need natural gas. Uh, and, and so that's one one of the areas. Uh, oil and gas is doing pretty well overall. It's done well. Uh, going forward, look, what are the big trends? So look, is electrification going? Is anybody arguing we shouldn't be having electric cars? No. The, the problem is, is you've got this this global economic foreign crowd that wants to outlaw oil and gas, it, 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 but but they they can't do it because we don't have the electrification capacity, we don't have the transmission capacity, we don't have the charging capacity, we don't have the 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 lithium. Uh, production capacity. We don't have anything. It, it, you know, this is classic central planning. Like you go to the Soviet Union and, and the shelves are bare, and then they've got like like uh, you know five thousand uh, fishing poles in the store, but no fishing lures. I mean, it's it's, it's it, it, I mean, you, know, you go back to the Soviet Union to understand the global economic forum. But but those th those are working. Oil and gas is working. We've underinvested. Other opportunities. Copper, that's another. We're going to talk about that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. What other ways can you protect your retirement? Find the 
got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media. We create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Well, long-time listeners, by the way, this is the last segment. If you want to call in with a question, 713-339-107. Uh, this, the Saturday show is live. The Sunday show at 7 a.m. is a repeat. But, uh Long-time listeners know that I've been a huge critic of Blackstone Investments and Larry Fink. They tried to defund the oil and gas sector. They were real brazen about it. They threatened the state of Texas with defunding, and this was no idle threat. Uh, Blackstone is one of the is one of the not it's the one or two largest uh, in, in, uh, investment advisor for bonds out there for lending. And so this was a serious threat. Uh, and we said we said at the time that we, we felt like it was, and we've been saying it, it's a breach of their fiduciary duty, which it was. But, it, you know, it, and we said you should boycott uh, BlackRock and Larry Fink. Well, uh, Texas banned Wall Street giants. And it's interesting. They came up with a list of, 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 the, of companies they're not going to do business with with the state of Texas uh, for municipal bond issuers. Uh, and it's interesting. It's all European banks. It's 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 uh, 
Swid Bank, Susana, uh, Schroeder, Nordica Bank, Danks Bank, uh, Credit Suisse, UBS, uh, BNP Paribas, you know, the Swiss banks, uh, and, of course, BlackRock. The one real American company was BlackRock, you know, because BlackRock was because they tried to defund the oil and gas sector. And by the way, if Larry Fink had done that, there would have been a lot more investment in the oil and gas sector, and we wouldn't be paying these high prices. So every American is paying for, for, for the sins of Larry, Larry Fink and BlackRock. They make no mistake about it. But the, but the state of Texas got serious. And so again, BlackRock is on the, on the band list for, for, for municipal bonds, you know, it, letting them get into deals and stuff, which I'm glad to see. Uh, uh, you know, I, it's it, it's uh, it, it's it's about time. Uh, he, uh, Glenn Hager, the Republican state controller on Wednesday, named firms that he will prohibit from entering into most contracts with the state and local entities after his office found they that uh, they boycott the the fossil fuel sector and BlackRock was the leader. So, you know, people are understanding, as we've been saying on the show recently, people are getting it, they're understanding who these people are, and they're rejecting their thoughts. Now, here's a great one. Uh, University of Texas Endowment, okay, the UT's endowment. Texas A&M and UT have huge endowments. They split part of the, part of the, uh, the, the school lands out in West Texas based on oil and gas. Okay, what UT's endowment, which is a little bigger than A&M's, but uh, has now surpassed Yale, okay, and is challenging Harvard to be the nation's richest. Okay, uh, UT has a, a $42.9 billion endowment. Uh, Harvard has 53.2 endowment. But it, 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 and so and they're catching up to Harvard, and they've surpassed Yale. Well, why is that? Because Harvard and Yale, a number of years back, dumped their oil and gas stocks, and now those – what did we say earlier in the show? Those are the best-performing stocks in the market. And, and so – Texas is getting ahead. We're making money because because our state, we invest in oil and gas. We invest for return. We're not into this social engineering like and it's costing them money. So anyway, so those are two interesting things. So we're seeing, you know, it, it, the the worm is turning against these people now. So I, I think it's exciting. People are seeing that, that they don't know what they're doing, and and and, uh, and they're they're turning against them. So exci- exciting stuff there. Uh, the we're looking. Uh, let's see. This, we were talking about the the, the inflation. With, uh, you know, the stagflation. How do you do it in this environment? Uh, again, we've been talking about the bond, the, the 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 one, the two year bonds, the three month bonds. They're all going up. The two year treasuries are now at three point three seven percent. That that's pretty good. Which means you can just get three point three seven percent risk free in a treasury bond. Uh, so we you know we we were investing in some of these for our clients. We're going to be adding to them. Uh, the three month treasury is now to two point not eight nine percent. And what that's telling you is 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 that the money funds are going to start going up in yield as well. And we're shifting our money. We're in the process of shifting money funds around to make sure we, we we're capturing as much income as possible there as well. So shorter term investments have a yield. Keep in mind the 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 the, uh, the three month treasury was close to zero at the beginning of the year. Let me pull that up here. Bear with me just a second. Three month Bear with me. We're right here. This is live. Boom. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, at the beginning of the year. It was at it was at effectively zero. So you got zero on three month treasuries. So if if you know so. 
So now you're getting 2.89%. That's pretty good. So, so short-term investment, short-term bond funds in this environment are going to be pretty good. If you look at the long-term, uh, if you look at the long-term ten-year bond, it's 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 only it's it's yielding three point zero three five percent. So short-term rates are yielding more. So, so we have what's known as an inverted yield curve on on the one and the two-year, which means which means you're getting more money for shorter-term investments. Now that's because people think rates are going to fall further in the future. But but so for not taking a lot of risk, because remember, the people that have been owning the 10-year treasuries have big losses year to date, where the people in, in the shorter-term bonds haven't lost much money. So, so, so this is, again, in an inflationary environment, you keep bonds shorter term up until the rates, until the inflation starts really going down, or you're getting a rate that compensates for the inflation. And that's kind of a tricky deal. Uh, so wait, wait. Uh, oil again. So uh, look, I think up here you've got to be a little cautious on this stock market. I mean, look, looking at it, we, we, we talked about the last couple of weeks. We talked about a fifty percent retracement that came out, and, and there was a lot of people around Wall Street said, "Oh, look, we went above the, from the decline in the November top in the market, November December top. It went down twenty percent. It retraced twenty percent of that. They said fifty percent of that. So that oh, this is always the start of a new bull market when that happens. We said no, I don't think so. And I think on last week's show, I think we said. Look, if it breaks below, I think it was 4713, I mean, what was it? Uh, maybe 4213 40, on the S&P 500. Uh, I, that's the 50 if it breaks back underneath that 50% retracement, that was going to cause the market to, to go yeah, 4210, 4413 depending on which you came up with. That was going to cause the market to break down, and that's exactly what happened. The market, as soon as it crossed, it fell underneath that, it started falling, it held it up for a few days, and it completely fell apart Friday. So again, I think you've got to be cautious. I don't think this this bull market, this bear market, is over. We're in a bear market, and you need to understand that, and you need to know how to protect your assets, which means you don't have to be fully invested all the time. It means you use higher levels of cash. Yeah, so you know. And we just talked about if you can get if you can get you know two percent in money markets or something close to that, that's not a bad place to be while you wait around versus losing you know twenty percent or thirty percent or in some cases seventy five percent in stocks. So, so, so you. And by the way, this is never a binary. Keep in mind when it comes to investing, we, it's never a binary decision, all in or all out. That that's too hard a decision to make. It puts too much pressure on you. So you do things in increments. But but what you want to do is you want to make sure you you're right on the trend and and stick with the trend. Anyway, uh, if you want to get in here for a quick question, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here in the Max Out Savings Show. Ah. Uh, You know, we were talking earlier just about the the the, the error of the central banker is over, and, and I really think it is. Uh, I, I think these guys are going to be much tougher. I think they really think they need to get inflation under control. And if you're the central bank, if you're Powell, you're looking at the economy. You're going, well, it's not too bad. People are getting jobs. The, the employment's three and a half percent. If you're gonna, if you're ever going to talk tough and do something, it's right now, it, it be, because it's not like. It, Unemployment's eight or ten percent, where people just go, "Look, you're killing us here. We can't find a job." There's lots of jobs out there, so now's the time you want to go after inflation. If if you look at the consumer numbers, consumer spending was actually up one tenth in July. That's not the sign of of, of a 
of a, of a, of a, deep, of, a, of a recessionary economy, typically consumer falls. What's unique about this is it's really been more in big business where, where the slowdown has happened and, and people are getting a little more cautious. The question is that they're getting too cautious. This is going to lead to further shortages in the future. We just talked about the problems in Europe. Look, some factories are just going to shut down in Europe because they're unprofitable. Well, if they do, then that means the American factories or the Asian factories are going to have to make up to it. So I'm just not seeing this huge decline in the economy. I'm seeing a slow economy growth, slowdown maybe, which is in inflation continuing at a, at a lower pace. Is it going to be 8%? No, it's probably going to be lower. But it's still, the Fed needs to be at 2 and they're at eight right now. That's a long way to go. So anyway, th- so this is something we're thinking. And the other thing I also want to uh, touch base on and kind of recap because we have people coming to the show later on is we talked earlier about the importance of saving money and building up wealth. And, and your 401k plan is the most important thing. And we touched a little bit if you inherit money or come into money, it's it's important if you don't have the ability to if, – if, 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 if you've not saved up money in your life and you come into money, you want to be real careful with that money because chances are if you just leave it in the bank account or you just have easy access to it, you're just going to spend through it. You know, you're know, you going to be going on vacations, buying new cars, moving to a bigger house, one thing after another. Well, if you are going to spend the money, if you're, if you're the type of person that's a spender, then lock the money up somehow. Put it into a you know, – a, 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 a one month, one year, two year treasuries, you know, take some time to think about what you're going to do. You know, take out five or 10%, you know, 5% of it. You can just go take a big trip to Europe or whatever and buy a car. But, but, uh, you know, but then lock away the rest of the money and don't do anything with it. It, 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 The the worst thing you want is you don't want to get into a situation where every single month you're calling up your advisors and and needing more money, but but not needing it, but just going to have another idea because you're going to spend through all your money because that's most people's patterns repeat through life. But if you sit there and go, well, look, I'm going to go spend it on this house or a vacation home or a, uh, an investment piece of land, or I'm going to sit there and stick it with a money manager and leave it and commit to leave it over there. Uh, that that's good. I, you know, I, I, the comment I made to a friend of mine who, you know, the, the, uh, his, her nephews and nieces just got a very large amount of money gifted them is like, you're almost better off investing it in real estate because they, if, because if they're going to go through it, they, it's harder and you can't touch it. Okay, great. Thank you, Crystal. So, so remember, understand your limitations. You know, a man has to know his limitations. What was that Clint Eastwood said? Uh, it, it's true. So understand that. So if you're that type, like that type of person, take some of the money. You can go spend it. Lock away the rest. Put it away. Uh, you know, I, I say buy a piece of real estate. I know a lot of people lost a lot of money in real estate. We've been extremely fortunate. Uh, you know, but uh, it, it takes time with real estate, and you have to have some capital to, to put back in if things slow down or, or things, and, and understand that. But, but, but try to diversify into different things. It, but, but just it's important because you want to build up wealth. That's what this show is all about: building up wealth. And I think in this environment right now, you want to continue to protect your assets, protect your retirement. You want to protect your retirement from inflation. Because remember, if we get a big inflation, it's going to hurt your Social Security and it's going to devastate your pension because those generally don't go up or your fixed annuity. Those things 
you're in trouble then because if you've got a fixed income and inflation's going up at 8% a year, and by the way, most people, you know, you'd be shocked how much is going up 10, 20% different things uh, in, in price, uh, that really hurts your income. And if that happens over a three or four or five year time frame, it's devastating. So you want to plan and you want to, you want to navigate through inflation and understand. It. So if you need some help, Go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. We're going to be sending that out pretty quickly here next week. We, we, we try to catch a lot of these issues and bring them to you on, in, in, in the report. It's completely free. We're not going to bother you. We're not going to call you. If you need some help with your retirement, you're retiring, uh, or you're just unhappy where you are, give us a call uh, or just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up, for, uh, you, know, you can request an appointment and I'll sit down with you and we'll go over your financial situation. I'd like to help you out. Until then, remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long time. Now more than ever, you want to invest conservatively in this type of, of stagflationary environment. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And, and thanks for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. We see you next week. Until then, have a great weekend. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.